I would say the one thing about having a network is what do you bring? Mm-hmm. What is it that you bring to the table? Not what they're bringing to the table because they may have, uh, you know, something of value that, that you need or, or that you can utilize, but how am I serving them? All right, so Darren, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start calling you Clark Kent. Why is that? So you know how like, you know, obviously Clark Kent is Superman and he puts on a pair of glasses and obviously, and then nobody instantly can recognize that that's right. Superman. Well, Darren comes suited and booted for our day job, right? But we get to the podcast, he untucks his shirt, like nobody's going to recognize the fact that. <laughs> you know what this is called? It's called being lazy this morning. <laughs> <laughs> but this is going is, I know we're at the podcast because cause Darren will just untuck his shirt real sure, quick. Yeah. Casual Darren. Yeah, we need to relax a little bit, man. <laughs> this is and, and you fix the seats. When you were talking about glasses, I thought you were going, he looks like Mr. Magoo when he puts those glasses on. Oh no, that, that would have been that would have been Coke bottle glasses. That would have been fun too. <laughs> My glasses are not Coke bottle glasses. <laughs> but it's it's Woody with the untucked shirt and then it's it's Mr. Darren Woodson when it's yeah, tucked, when in. It's tucked <laughs> in. Yeah, it's tucked in, fellow. I'm, I'm, it's all business when it's tucked in. That's good. Yeah, you like like that, man. You know what? You I have think no he, idea. I think he just said he likes the way you're put together. Oh. I know. I kind of like to, to see a compliment. I kind of like to see the body lines with that shirt it. tucked in, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you guys remember like you thinking about Superman. Like Superman was I was that, that was, was my thing. dude. That was my Oh, that was my thing. Like everybody talking about Spider-Man and Batman. No, no. Superman was the dude. But do you remember him having to get in that telephone booth? I mean, think about how things. <laughs> he used to get in that telephone booth. With the briefcase, too, sometimes. Like, what? It is spin around and boom. <laughs> you don't know what we're talking about. They have no he idea. Know. No, he doesn't know. He, he doesn't know. He doesn't even know what a telephone booth is. The Christopher Reeves version yeah. of Superman. That's yeah. what I grew Literally, I found my best friend. This is how I moved to Vacaville, and, I was, and we had this park right across the street. And I literally spent all day every day at this park. Mm. And we had just moved in, and I was like four and a half years old. These are one of my first memories that I ever had. Mm. And I remember playing at the park, and it was back when, like, the parks were made out of wood, right? It was big, like, <laughs> right. like railroad track wood right. things, yeah. right? And, like, metal slide and all that. And I remember going down this slide, and this kid comes over, and his, his kid and his sister, and it was Tim and Laura. And he comes over, uh, and his sister's like, my brother's Captain America. He can beat you up. I was like, excuse me? Right. I'm Superman, <laughs> and I will, I will fly around you. I will shoot you with my laser beams, and then I will stomp on you. Oh, yeah. And we were best friends after that. Best buddies. Huh? I mean, we fought, but <laughs> we're best friends after that. I, I had a buddy that literally, truly convinced me he was a Power Ranger. Like, I believed him 100%. A Power my family Ranger. still makes fun of me to this day. Because I believed him when we were nine years old that he was a power. How old ranger. was he? Is it the same age? Yeah, same age. Oh my God! How I, are you? I <laughs> believed him. What, what, kind of sale, what kind of sales job is he in right now? I can oh I can God. remember he would go into the closet. Say, I got to transport to whatever, and like he would go in the closet, close the door. I'd be like, just shocked. <laughs> <laughs> because he had this little coin, this little Power Ranger coin. Uh, I, I'm telling you, I believed him a hundred percent. What I mean. <laughs> It did. I guess it never connected oh, to me that he's nine. They're all older. Yeah, <laughs> not nine. Yeah, Kimberly and Zach, man, they're older. Oh my gosh! 
Yeah, he, right. he convinced me he was one of the Power Rangers. Yeah. Pretty so good. he just stay yeah. in the closet, and you're yeah. like, he went off and fought Rita or whatever these, the, guess, these monsters yeah. are. Well, then, it would just be a quick transport. It okay, he wasn't gotcha. gone long. Oh, he wasn't gone that long? <laughs> and he take he'd take care of business real quick. <laughs> but I'm just standing there in my room outside of the closet just thinking, like, this is crazy. Uh, this guy's transporting the Power Ranger world. Did he uh, tell you what color he was? I don't remember. Uh, I also remember his grandma lived a couple of houses away from me, and she had this little koi pond. Koi? Is that koi, the fish? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. This little koi pond in her backyard. And he convinced me there was an alligator in there, too. Mm. Believed him on that. Damn, this dude was He sorry. was good. He, he was, was good. Say. What is he doing? What is he doing now? You have any no idea? idea. No idea. No idea. Stop, lost contact with him in middle school. Never. <laughs> Once no you found idea. out he wasn't a Power Ranger? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was done with him. This is no bullshit. more lies. <laughs> Either he was really good salesman, or I was just terribly good. probably both. both. Terribly you gullible. Most gullible kid oh, another thing he did. This this dude was a wealth of of lies. He also had a fake cigarette. And I remember the first time he he acted. We were like nine. Yeah. And we were out at his house, and he pulled out this fake cigarette and and like act like he was lighting it and smoking a cigarette. I thought that was what the bubblegum was the most that, wild that, thing that, ever. That you'd blow the the, yeah. the powder through or the, yeah. the flour. That, remember the the bubble gum that you get at the ice cream truck? Oh yeah, you put that, it, that you blow and then the little yeah. puff the little puff <laughs> yeah. of powder would come out. Yeah, this yeah. dude's a magician. Now. Shout That's out what to Corey. Doing. Whatever whatever you're doing these he's days, Corey. He's carrying a briefcase. You got my ass he's at nine years old. He's on the corner right now. I'll do a trick. <laughs> That's what he's doing. Uh, uh, speaking of friends and networking, yeah, <laughs> I can't think of anything worse than networking events. Mm. Oh. I think I think I've said this before. Like my personal version of hell yeah. is just twenty four seven networking events. Yeah. A room full of people. You got to go do your fake smiles and your cheesy conversations that nobody really cares about, mm-hmm. and make friends with people you'll. Probably never see again for the most part. Right. That's one man's perspective. That is, yeah. <laughs> no, but it's true. But it's true. And, and, and we, and especially you and I specifically, it, it, was, it was a little different when you came into the industry that we're mm-hmm. doing in, in commercial real right. estate. But you and I, we came in and we didn't have that business network, right? We mm-hmm. didn't have it. And so you've got to go to these events yeah. and you've got to mm-hmm. do these things. They're just awkward. And it's, and- and it's who can hand their card faster Okay, hey, let's set a lunch. Oh, yeah, you work for here? Okay, cool. And then you get to whatever this follow-up meeting is, and it's who can sell the other one faster. Knowing that neither one of you are buyers, both of you are just selling. It's a waste of time. Neither one. And, gosh, it was round and round and round, and it was just like, oh, my gosh. And And then you get to these deals, and there was one specifically. There's one in, like, North Dallas. And the guy that runs it, makes all of the CEOs, CFOs, and COOs raise their hand, right? And there's like 400 people in the, at these mm-hmm. events, right? And you could just literally see everybody go. <laughs> <laughs> Write them down. Writing their name down. And then it, the second the second that everybody breaks, it's like literally just vultures just right on, on those people. Wow. I'm like, yeah. Y'all got to know better. See, than I've never gone hands. to those type of like you didn't have a to be straight nice. networking event uh, like that. I don't know if you realize this, but you played 13 years in the NFL. Yeah, you don't nice. need to go to networking events. Yeah, well, <laughs> I guess I, you know you have like, a network. Not in that sense. I mean, the networking events that I've been been to have been like smaller events mm-hmm. where yeah, it's a little odd. You don't know the people in the mm-hmm. room, but there are people that you. You, you know, you want to know, but it's always yeah. like an executive yeah. type of deal. Not so much like, like you're saying, like those everybody's are, coming at Those you. are effective, right? Because yeah. it, it, 
in the industry, especially as I, as I mature, it really, it's all about relationships, right? right? Mm -hmm. And it's all about network. But when it's, it's the speed dating game. Yeah. Yeah. There's no context. There's no, there's Mm -hmm. no quality. There's no connection. There's none of that. Now, if you've got like, I'm a part of one up in Frisco Plano Mm -hmm. and, and like a wealth managers put it together and he's been really intentional saying, Hey, like I'm not having any duplicates of any industry. Right. And we're not necessarily saying, hey, you are you are going to get business from him. There's like 12 of us that are in it. We meet every month. And it's, okay, but who do you know in your network? Who do you know in your network? Yeah, right. And now knowing exactly, and we each give presentations on what we do so the group can understand, okay, what do you really truly do and what's the value that you can bring to somebody? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's just been a lot of organic business that's come from that because it's now we've gotten to know each other for the last, it was, we've been doing it for two years and we've gotten to know each other well enough that it's like, I'm rooting for you. So how can I help you? Right. And and I'm rooting for you. And these people that I had never met. So has it changed because you've gotten to know some of them on a personal level? Just hundred percent. Okay. hundred percent. Because here's the deal is when you refer someone, Mm -hmm. unless they've, they've actually, done business for you know for you or if they provided a service mm-hmm. for you and they've killed it and executed right. it everybody you're really hesitant to yeah, refer just, somebody absolutely because it's your name associated mm-hmm. with it yep. but if you really truly whether i've done business with you or not but i've gotten to know the person mm-hmm. i've gotten to know them deep i know your family i know your right. background i know your story right. now i'm more inclined to say look yeah heck yeah i'm gonna put you in front of this like right. okay hey you do uh you do health benefits hey i've got a client that I know that their benefit their benefit package is up in April, mm-hmm. and they mentioned that they're looking for a new group to right. go with. Right. I, I really want to connect you guys, right. and it's an easy to do. Yeah. And and that to me is is if you're going to network, but what you're talking about, right? Yeah, you've got you've got 37 cards in the front pocket of your suit jacket, right? Yeah. And you you go at 7:30 a.m. Mm-hmm. because networking's from 7:30 to 8 a.m. and you fill up with three coffees and then you go through the buffet line and then you sit down and then you hear a former survivor speaker right. tell their story excruciatingly <laughs> for 30 minutes. <laughs> And then it's terrible. one more networking group, and then you yeah. you're back to back to the office at nine thirty. It's a nightmare. Yeah. I'm with you. No, and and so <clears throat> I guess that's where my mind goes first when I think of networking. Yeah, and utilizing your network. But despite you know those awkward networking events, what I realized and the discussion I want to have today is that I actually have a network that is a lot more beneficial than that, and that's mm-hmm. the people that I know, right, mm-hmm. and the relationships that I've built. So what I'm hoping to learn from you guys today, Darren, you have an interesting perspective because a lot of times people will come to you mm-hmm. looking for something, mm-hmm. whereas I'm on the other side of the corn. Typically, nobody's coming to me. It's typically me having to build relationships and seeing how I can right. utilize my network in an effective way. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I want to explore today is how, what's the best way to approach your network? Maybe I don't know 15 famous people. Mm-hmm. but I know people that can help me progress and help me mm-hmm. accomplish the things that I'm looking to accomplish. But how do I approach them without, you know, always taking? Yeah. Right. And how do I feed into that relationship with, as opposed to just taking all the time? Yeah. So that's what I wanted to explore today. But before we get there, speaking of networking, mm-hmm. restaurants are a great place to network. Yes. Am I right about yeah. that? Yes, they are. And a place that you can go find some great restaurants is Choctaw Casino and Resort. 
They've got 1832 Steakhouse. They've got Guy Fieri's mm-hmm. American Kitchen and Bar. They've got a brand new one opening up here soon, the Reserve. Yeah. And I wanted to read you this, the description of the Reserve because it sounds awesome. Step into the Reserve for an experience that will raise you high bar. Well, there's, raise a, the, there's a typo. Yeah, yeah there is. <laughs> that will raise the high, your high bar of expectation. From the moment you walk in, you'll see why this is the new cool place to relax and recharge. Here, our bartenders are true artisans. They take pride in each handcrafted cocktail. They slide in front of you. So yeah. if you're looking for a place to network, Choctaw Casino Resort, head we, north we, up to Durant, Oklahoma. And we went and we walked the reserve. It's sweet. Like, oh, sweet. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. One of the, the best steakhouse, probably <laughs> one of the best steakhouses in, in, yeah. in Dallas. So, it, it, in, in the in – the, Durant for one, yeah, but yeah. you could it's compared to a lot of steakhouses here. Yeah, I can, I can get there and just as fast as I can get to South Dallas or downtown Dallas yeah. for, for a steakhouse down there. And yeah. so. let's I'm gonna throw this out there. I'm not gonna use names, but uh, a highly prominent Dallas steakhouse staple. Yeah. This steakhouse is being run by someone that was in management that was at that, yes. that establishment. Yeah. Right. So highest quality people. So yeah. so go visit Choctaw Casino Resort. If you're looking for a place to network, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is what we're talking about today. So when you think of your personal network, mm-hmm. what's the first, I, I have something in my mind that I would think of if, if, if I was wanting to utilize my network in an effective way, what's the first thing you would do? My personal network, yep. I'm going to protect them. Okay. That's the first thing I'm going to do. I'm going to surround. Put, look, I think you, you need to take ownership of your personal network. You don't want to just, and Tyler just said it earlier. You don't want to just be making introductions to your personal network that aren't beneficial in some way. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know how many times I've been in personal situations where someone has introduced me unknowingly to someone and it was just a terrible mm-hmm. situation. Like, I don't ever want to put my network or anyone in my network in a bad situation mm-hmm. because whose name is on it? It's my name on it. Right. They carry that. So always want to be in protect in protect mode. I would say the one thing about having a network is what do you bring? Mm-hmm. What is it that you bring to the table? Not what they're bringing to the table because they may have, uh, you know, something of value that, that you need or, or that you can utilize. But how am I serving them? Mm-hmm. That's the number one thing about having so, a yeah. network. So before li- we get there. Go ahead. No, no, I was, I, I'm going to piggyback. So if okay. you're going well, to like, pivot before that, well, before we get there to that step, I feel like there's a very first, the very first thing you can do when you're thinking about your network is write it down. No. Oh. So he asked you the question, hoping you'd answer it. Yeah. And you totally you did, went somewhere You didn't else. give him what he wanted. <laughs> exactly. It was a poor question. <laughs> write it down. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll take do. full ownership. It was a poor question. It was. What I was hoping you would say is, hey, when I'm thinking about my network, what's the first mm. thing? I need to write out my who's in my network. But, but that's, yeah. Who are the people in my network? Yeah. That is huge because, one, I think you've, you've got to understand it, right? And, and it, I know with us, if you're not writing down, for example, okay, hey, look, what my strategy for the day is, what my strategy for the week is, you tend to get lost, right? Whether you follow it by a calendar or you are a list guy, whatever it is, you get lost. So how 
how can you expect to stay engaged and to stay connected with your network if you don't know who they are, mm-hmm. right? Life is busy. I mean, with best friends, it's hard, hard enough to stay in contact with. But if you've got a network, it's like, hey, I've got to nurture these relationships because I know I can add value to them, like mm-hmm. you said, or I know that, hey, in the future, they may be a good partner for something. There may be something that we can really collaborate on to build something special. Yeah. So if you don't know who those people are, how are you touching those people? How are you continuing to stay connected? So I, I agree with you. I think that's got to be the first step. But then to your to your point, when I got into sales and I and I and I left football and I and you know got into commercial real estate brokerage where I'm going and, and trying to build relationships. Right. My dad was in sales for thirty plus years with SBC or. Pacific Bell, or sorry, Southwestern Bell, Pacific mm-hmm. Bell, SBC, AT&T, like telecommunications. And the, the thing that he said, he goes, look, I'm going to make it really simple. I'm not, I'm not going to give you this whole sales thing. I'm mm-hmm. not going to, um, he says, before I ever, ever try to sell anything, I give something mm-hmm. and I serve. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go solve a problem before I ever even try to talk about what I do, right. talk about the services I have, what they can sell, <laughs> submit an RFP, whatever it is. I go and I fix a problem for them. Right. That's the first thing I do. So serve your network. Right. That's got to be. So establish it and then figure out, okay, hey, what value can I bring to them? Mm-hmm. Not because and not for the fact of, hey, if I do something for them, then they owe me. Right. Not that. Right, because people see through that. Absolutely, yeah. So let's yeah. let's break this down for a second, because I'm I'm a little slower and dumber than you two. This is a this is a foreign concept. You're to not me. getting an argument. There's no argument. <laughs> no there. argument there. Yeah. This is a foreign concept to me. Mm-hmm. I I had never thought about doing something like this. So when I first got into real estate, the advice I was given was literally, "Hey, write down everybody that you know. Right. Who do you have a relationship with? What do they do? Mm-hmm. How can they potentially?" help you and serve you in this, mm-hmm. in this new job that you're about to go to. Right. So that's what I did. I wrote down every single person that I knew. But then I was stuck. And Tyler, you said, figure out a way that you could serve them. But I didn't know how I could serve these right. people. Mm-hmm. So but what do I do there? How do I know so how you, to serve people? How to serve is you've got to find out what the problem is. And that was going to be my next point. In order to serve, you've got to connect with them genuinely yeah. and ask questions and get to know them. Because we, we do it all the time. When we talk to potential tenants, you know, potential uh, clients, yeah. is we want to understand what the pain points are. Like, the more we talk, and without saying, hey, what do you hate about your space right now? Or what's going on? It's, hey, man, how are you guys operating? How's this? Is hiring great? You know, asking questions to them right. so that you can then gather information. It may not be a direct, like, hey, I've got this problem and I can't solve it. You just hear things, and then also kind of knowing the value that you can bring is, okay, I understand that. I hear that. Okay, this is great. Oh, you know what? You're, you're having trouble hiring? Well, tell you what, I'm just going gonna, gonna to put together a labor survey and show you where the available labor for the type of, yeah. types of jobs that you're hiring, you're paying it for. and I'm going yeah. to send it over to you, yeah. and this is going to help you. And if it's of interest, we can dig in further, and then I will, I'll help you identify house by house where this labor market is, and then you can go find them. Yeah. I'll do it for you. At what point do you broach that? Because you're one of the best at this that I know. How, at what point are you broaching this discussion? So let's say mm. you wrote down a name and it's somebody, maybe it's a friend's dad yeah. that you have a good relationship with. You don't see each other that often, mm. but you want to call them up. You want to take them to lunch. Mm. At what point in the relationship are you bringing up this opportunity that you can solve a problem for him? 
Or is it? I think. And I'm, look, I'm not, yeah, I think there's I, no black think, and white there, answer. Yeah, I, I get think it. You're, you're, you're I looking get, for. Yeah, I, I think I, I'm just asking for some guidance for people yeah. who have never done this yeah. before. Uh, look, you know how to network, man. Your character net, networks for you. Yeah. Like your true character, that's your network, right? I mean, that's how that's that's the foundation of your network. If you have true character, and it doesn't matter. I don't think you have to look. Look, writing down things is is one. Thing. I think that's the best way to go about it. And writing down a list, but your true friends, your real friends. They're going to know your character, right? Mm -hmm. That's where you start. That's your base, right? So I, I would say this. Always take care of that, that first relationship that you have, whether it's your best friend that you grew up with uh, as a kid. Always keep those relationships. Mm -hmm. A lot of, that, a lot of the, the rest of the network spins off of those relationships, right? Mm -hmm. So it might be his, his dad. His dad may know you and know your character, and that's an easier conversation to have, right? Mm -hmm. That's I'm serious. I, I think we're making this like most of the. I, I'll go with this. Most of the people have problems stepping outside of themselves. Mm -hmm. They just they get oh I don't want to go. I don't want to ask Tim's dad uh, a favor for you know something. Tim's dad probably know he's known you forever, right? What's wrong with asking him? Hey, look, here's I'm I'm involved in. Commercial real estate. Uh, I'd like to get to, you know, I want to just sit down with you and have a conversation and ask for some advice. One of the things that people will love to do is mentor and give you advice, especially people that are older than you. Like mm -hmm. I've had people ask, young kids ask me, and I'm like, man, you really want my, mm -hmm. yeah, I'll, I'll never ask you all that. day, all day. But I'm just saying like people want to help. Yeah. So like, I, I think we need to, I mean, you can put a list together. And, and, and go through that list, but just know that your character and who you are, if you've been an asshole all your life, well, then, damn, dude. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. But if you've been, if your character has shown and you know that you have a strong character, this is a lot easier process. And, and stop worrying about, you know, well, I'm going to ask his dad for such and such or ask his friend for such and such. No, nah, man, they'll give it to you. Yeah. And that's, and, and this, is, this is going back, honestly. That's a great point. This is going back to if there's any high schoolers that yeah. are listening to this right now. It really is. It does matter what you do today. Absolutely, It matters the person that you represent. It matters how you treat people. It matters how you follow through with the things that you say you're going to do. It matters your work ethic. It, it matters. Everything matters. So don't underestimate that because even unintentionally, that network can take care oh, of you. And man. I told, I've told the story a million times, but because of, and it was, it was like third layer network because uh, my special teams coaches, wife's former clients, who is a scout's former colleague. Mm -hmm. That's a lot. I'm telling you, <laughs> following you on that one. So Start special over. teams coach in college. <laughs> Write it on the wall. His wife. I know. I know. Diagram. <laughs> Special teams coach in college. His wife was my agent who was who had an agent who was a long snapper at Fresno State, who was a scout at the Houston Texans, who coached alongside uh, Josh McDaniels, mm -hmm. okay? And then uh, who then was the running back coach at the UFL when I was there, okay? okay? That layer right there, because I played my ass off for the special teams coach, because I treated the agent, she, she told... Uh, she told the long snapper who was the scout at the Houston Texans, uh -huh. who then that guy called because he played at Fresno State. He called his former colleague at the Houston Texans. was like, hey, what do you think about this guy? He goes, oh, my gosh, 
my former agent and special teams coach, all love him. I watched him at Fresno yeah. State. You need to give him a shot. Yeah. There's layers and layers to the network because of the character that you portray day in and, and day and out. Let me give you the opposite of that, and I'm not going to say names here, mm-hmm. but I've played with, with two guys in particular that played at really high levels in mm-hmm. the NFL. Mm-hmm. And because of the way they've treated people over the years – they can't. They struggle. They struggle in the business world. They want to get in the business world, but it doesn't matter what you did. If you right. were an asshole back yep. then, yep. people don't forget. A hundred percent. And that's the part of it, man. Like, just networking starts from, again, it's, it's your, who are you and, and, and as your character? If you're an ass, people are going to remember that. And it always seems to come back around mm-hmm. at some point. If you did somebody wrong... Somebody's going to be like, hey. That's right. Here, here it is. I'm not giving you anything. It's really, really hard to overcome yes. those, first, those first impressions, those first yeah. experiences. Because there's a guy, that, that's exactly right, that I played with, mm-hmm. that had called me about business. And was like, ah, sorry, man. I don't want to no. hear anything about it. Exactly. And I'm not introducing you yeah. to that. And, 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 oh, no? Oh, yeah. And Yeah. Yeah. Trust me. And, and, and people also see through the – see through the – even if you're a decent dude, mm-hmm. but the people see through the self-serving requests, right. Yeah. right? Hey, can you introduce me to your network? No. Nah. Right. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, but like you said, I've got to protect my network. Protect your name. I'm not right. going to put you. I can't tell you how many guys, and there's some good guys out there, how many guys have taken me to lunch and, hey, you know, I'm, I'm putting together this group that's going to teach former athletes to invest. Right. And so if they invest with us, we'll, we'll coach them and we'll do this because everybody gets taken advantage of. Okay, so what do you get out of it? I mean, equity in the deals. Okay, so you're taking advantage of their money now? Right, yeah. So, that, oh, okay. So, you know, if you just put together a group of 10 to 15 athletes, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I mean, you could do it too. Okay, so now you're asking me to take advantage of my network too. Yeah, yeah no, nah, yeah. not interested. Yeah. And so, so people see through that stuff. Yeah. What I like what you said, Darren, is that it, it really, there's a base foundation that you have to establish, which is the type of person that you are. Yeah. You know, I relate everything to the fitness world, just that's the lens that I see a lot of things through. And it's, you know, somebody tells me they're low on energy and they want to drink caffeine or they want to do all, take supplements. And, and my first question is, well, how do you sleep? Mm. What things are you taking care of, you know, with your nutrition? So those are foundational things that they should be fixing first as opposed to just looking for the, the yeah. supplement that's going to fix it. Right. What you're saying is, hey, quit looking for the right question to ask or, you know, the right person. Be a good person first. Just be a, man. Take care of that. That's the biggest rock that you can take care yes. of first yeah. is being a good human being. Mm-hmm. That's going to set the foundation for how well your network yeah. will How many you. people are going to come to you just by being a good person, man? Yeah. How many things are going to come your way? Yeah. And maybe to speak to the younger generation, right? Like building your brand, right? As an individual, what do you want your brand to represent? Yep. Who do you want to be? When people say, you know, Nick Stevens, right? What does Nick Stevens mean to that network? What is that brand that you've built as an individual? Right. And it's really, really important. Really important. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing, too, I think to, to go back is understanding your network. 
not everybody's in sales. Not everybody has this out, outside network. Sometimes that network can be within the organization too. Maybe you're not an external salesman. You've got to look at your network within as well. How mm-hmm. are you taking care of and how are you adding value to your team and your network? Yeah. You want new opportunities to come your way. Take care of your colleague. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you're treating them right so that more and more business yeah. or more and more opportunities or more and more uh, whatever it is come to you because you're treating your internal network. Right. Make sure you understand what that is and really what your value. Because look, there's... there's people that are great in business development and then there's people that are great at executing kind of understand kind of who you are and what that network around it is because there's a ton of value i'm telling you there's not enough executors everybody wants to go out and sell 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 yeah right there's not enough executors in the workplace today so understand what that network is and take care of that you know one of the things and i know we're i don't want to get off script here there's no script script, we've been off it since minute Thirty seconds. Since we started talking about Superman, we started talking about Power Rangers, and I, and I, I would say that yes. <laughs> I would say that I think Tyler and I are so involved in so many different charities, right? And and we and, and on this show, we always somehow we always come back to serving, right? Literally every episode, every episode, in. right? So I don't know how many times I've been at a United Way function or a Make a Wish function and have done things just. Because I want it to be there. Like, just want it to be there. Not that I was expecting anything out of it, but I wanted to be there. I wanted to serve, and I wanted to give time. Like, just your time Mm -hmm. means so much more. You don't have to donate your own money or whatnot. Just show up and give your time, and people will see that. Mm -hmm. Think about, and you've been on both sides of it, is you get paid to come in and speak. right. But think about when you do that, right? So you go up and speak on a stage, you come off, and typically there's a line of people that yep. want to talk to you, yes. right? Think about the connection with all of those people. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I'm not saying it's always the case, but typically those are not the CEOs, business right. owners, right? But think about when you go, donate your time, be a part of it, and are there really just for yep. support? Think about the relationships that come out of that, mm-hmm. Right? It's different. Yeah, it is. And when you're up on yep. stage, you're paid to be there, the connection is is one thing. But when you're there, you immerse yourself in it, and you are just like, the, how it's many, so different. That's the difference, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, because here it goes t- time again. You've, I've done a speech. Mm. Maybe it's a paid speech. Mm. I've done the speech. I've gotten done. How many times have people just, I, I did my job, I'm out. Out. Mm. I'm done. Now, that... To me, that, that's when you lose. Like, like you really want to build who you are and show character. You stick around yeah. and you engage and have conversation. People will always remember that. We get, I, I've done speech. I just did one the other day. And just think about you know, like my LinkedIn, how it, was, it just popped off. Of people were re, you know, hitting. And we, you and I saw it on the Instagram. You're, people you're were so reaching old. back it's out. Instagram, not LinkedIn. No, I, even, oh, on my LinkedIn as well. So on LinkedIn Change and my Instagram. On Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't have anymore. So... <laughs> But I'm out the of engage, just because I took the time after. Yeah. Yes, that's sit what people down remember. People, people remember that man, mm-hmm. and that show that's character. All yeah. right. So again, the way my brain works, I'm, I'm processing this as you guys are speaking because you guys are really good at it. I'm processing all this. So what I'm hearing is, I need to be a good person. Number one, first and foremost, Absolutely. I need to set the foundation with who I am. Yeah. And people need to genuinely like me. That's mm-hmm. the first thing. Now I can't force that. I just I was just saying it's yeah. just my character, right? Yeah, right. 
And then number two, probably writing down a list is good, just so I don't forget anybody. I'm thinking about everybody that I know. That's the follow-up aspect. So, yeah, so I've done those things, right? I've put all that together. Darren, you just talked about this in a Feel Good Friday. You had a relationship with Jerry Jones, Mm -hmm. and you could have easily utilized that relationship, but you didn't. You said you always felt a little weird about going to him. You didn't want to – you felt there was a boss. So how do I get over that initial discomfort – and, and break that seal of going from friend where he had a great relationship to now I'm, I'm hoping that they can help me in some way, shape, or form. I think you got to build the relationship. Like, look, I, I, I mentioned that about Jerry Jones. I was playing football as one of the players, and he was the owner. I didn't feel comfortable. But uh, some players did, right? Yeah, some players did. Yeah. Some players felt comfortable. So how did you get over that discomfort? That. Well, I, I think, first of all, I looked at it as I'm in a business relationship with this man. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, I am a football player. He's the owner of the team. I didn't need to utilize. I didn't want to feel like I felt comfortable utilizing at that time. Now, when I moved on, because we had built a strong relationship, I never asked him for a whole lot. When I moved on and went into the business world, it was a lot more, it was a lot easier because he was, he was wishing me the best mm-hmm. when I walked out of the door. He was like, hey, you're going to do damn well and if you need anything and when he said if you need anything when i was exiting out that building i was like oh yeah i know i'm gonna need some things Mm -hmm. but he trusted me he absolutely trusted me yeah in knowing my character and when i left i was like hey there were times where i thought okay i need to if i need something i'm gonna reach back out and i had no problem doing so because what i knew the foundation i left with jerry jones i knew there was a trust back and forth so I didn't have a problem reaching back out later on when I needed to, you know, to talk to an attorney in the oil and gas industry. When I needed to, I needed a, a referral for for a couple of things. I had no problems reaching back out because you aspect. weren't constantly taking, taking. I wasn't. How taking, can I use Jerry? I wasn't asking I? for things yeah. back then. I wasn't. You know, again, if you're just taking all the damn time, at some point. Even a kid, like if your son or your daughter is taking and asking, come on, come on, dad, dad. You're like, hey, look, at some point, look, what's in it? It's innate in us to figure out what's in it for me as well. Mm -hmm. And I never wanted to be that guy that was just taking from the Jones family. Hey, if I can provide, I used to speak for for the, the Jones family for Salvation Army on my own time. Wasn't getting paid. I showed up. And to this day, I'm still volunteering for Salvation Army because I'm representing not only the Salvation Army, but I'm representing the, the Dallas Cowboys and the Jones family. Mm-hmm. It's just what I do, and I don't expect anything out of it. But they see that, and they recognize that. And, and this isn't, when I say, when I say this term, I'm not, <clears throat> I'm not talking like romantically or anything, but selflessness is one of the most attractive traits yes. that, that people look for. I mean, whether it's in a significant other or a business partner or a friend, whatever it is, if, if somebody is genuinely selfless, that just draws people around you. Mm-hmm. And, and ultimately, that draws opportunities. And so from a networking standpoint, character, selflessness, all those things are really important when you're talking about a network and, and, t- and, and taking advantage of a network is, is really kind of the wrong terminology, but understanding your network and optimizing that network is is so foundationally important that you are the right person because then you don't have to go out and sell 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 right. sell when you when you are genuinely taking care of other people 
not expecting anything in return, you will find more opportunities in front of you than you know what to do with. Yeah. Yeah. So, Darren, let's flip it on you. Huh. Because you are in a position, as I said earlier, that you get approached yeah. quite a bit. I'm assuming a lot of people you probably don't even know try to approach you and ask you yeah. for things. So if somebody's going to come up to you, let's say they don't know you. And, and maybe I'm going down the wrong path here. Maybe you guys have never networked with anybody that you didn't know. I don't know. Mm. Okay, I, so let's yeah. go down that. So somebody doesn't know you. What's how can they approach somebody you? Somebody doesn't way, know me. I don't know them. You don't know them. Okay. How can they approach you in a way that makes you want to help them? Uh, because this is huge, especially in our world today, where we have access to everybody. Mm-hmm. I can now shoot you a DM that I couldn't ten, fifteen years ago. Yeah, yeah. And ask you for something. So how? I think it depends. What's on the what, best way to? Yeah. I think it's depending on what you're asking for. Yeah. It really is. I think there's there's level to what you're asking for. If you're asking me for an introduction to Mark Cuban, I'm not giving you. I'm sorry. So have some awareness I, of what I, you're asking. Uh, for. Trust me, and I get those all the time. I'm like, damn, I barely know Mark Cuban. Help, help a brother People get ask to, you to introduce help. them. To oh, Mark brother, Cuban. all the time. Hey, can you get me in front of Jerry Jones? I'm like, uh, <laughs> who are you? Yeah, I'm sorry, brother. I, I'm gonna be honest, man. The awareness level of the general public, I think. So this is good. We're having this discussion yeah, then. Yes, because because there's people listening to us right now who don't have awareness. I guess. Hey, I want to get on the field of the game. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, <laughs> hey, can I wear a helmet during the game? Can you get me a uniform? It's, yeah, it's out there. <laughs> it's and you know it, Tom. I'm and like, you brought it up. It like, like makes my skin crawl sometimes <laughs> because it's like, do you have that little awareness? <laughs> like that is your approach. It's like okay. <laughs> So, you either are selling multi-level marketing to me right yeah. now. <laughs> no, I don't need Herbalife. Or that's the business you came from, and that's your approach. Because, you know, that, that level is ask, 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 yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, if you don't ask, but you don't get, have right? Some, yeah. Have some awareness. Like, I don't know you, but then I'm going to ask for this huge ask. Yeah. And if I ask enough people, someone will say yes. No, guess what? Nobody's going to say yes. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you ask a thousand famous people to get connected to somebody. Yeah. No, if you don't have any connection, and that's, and that's the biggest thing. I think to your point, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to partly answer it on your behalf, is, is there's got, you've got to do the diligence to make that separation, separation smaller. Yes. Yeah. Right? So yeah. if you just shoot a DM on Instagram and you're asking for something, probably very unlikely that I'm going to respond to it. If if there's not some sort of connection, right? And we talk about this all the time. If we're cold calling a client, you've got to make it not a cold call. It's got to be a warm call. Somehow there's got to be a connection. Hey, we have mutual friends and this, I'm not asking for a whole lot. This is, I mean, I'll do all the legwork. I'll get it. I'll get it all done. I I just need your signature on a letter that I'm going to write for you as a referral. Here's who I am. Here's the people that we had know in common, whatever it is. Or, okay, instead of doing DMs, then it's, okay, email is kind of the next level. And I get, and I'm a vice president of a company. I'm not making any decisions, right? And I get technology companies and CRM softwares and this every day. And I'm not going to respond to you. you. You made no connection to me. There's nothing personal there. 
So then the next level is, okay, if you, if I know someone that knows you, that I trust, right. that will vouch for me, that knows this person, okay, that's the next level. Like, okay, hey, I want to make, the three of us, we're going to go grab coffee. I know it's busy. It's hard to get together. Yeah. That's the next level. The next level is figure out a way to serve and do some diligence on the front end, do some work on the front end, and then you have something to present and you've taken the initiative off the start. That's if someone, I don't even know them, but you've done the research. Hey, um, okay, you're telling me if someone said, hey, um, I know Judea does Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Guess what? I just went and I had this custom seamstress make this killer gi for him. You're telling me that you wouldn't be like, Damn, that was a lot of effort, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, put the work in. Yeah, yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's that's cool. I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. So there's just there's things that like you can do to close the gap to make it more personal. I, it blows my mind that people will just ask for things. <laughs> you know what? I, I will say this too. I have, <clears throat> I have a friend. He's a really good networker. Really good networker. But he's very personable, strong character kid guy. But the things he will do, he does sometimes that I've learned through him, from him over the years is he'll ping me every once in a while and just say, hey, man, just checking in on you, brother. How you doing? That's it. Didn't want nothing. Mm-hmm. And I picked that up. I, I, this is about six years ago. I picked it up, but he had been doing it for so long. Hey, don't want nothing, man. Just checking in on you. Boom. Like, that is very, and I'm not saying it's, strategic but i am saying he's it's effective it's very effective because he's not asking me for anything he just asked me hey how and he's gonna say hey man how's tiffany how's judea how's the blah 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 once you start doing little, the little things it's just feeling like uh, like you said tyler you're closing the gap like yeah. i'm gonna ask you not just how you're doing ben but how's you know how the kids doing how's wit doing yeah like, that's how you stay connected to your network. Yeah, the struggle when you're young, at least the struggle that I experienced when I was young in the business especially, was I was trying to make it, and I was desperate, Yeah. right? And so every decision I made was out of desperation as yeah. opposed to trying to fuel and feed into somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so my asks would be out of desperation Yeah. because I am trying to get something. I am trying to advance. I am trying to, yeah. you know, it, you know, increase my salary or increase my income. Right. So that's not a, to me, that wasn't a healthy yeah. mentality to take in because I was, Hey man, I'm not asking. Well, actually I am asking for something because I need something. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, so, yeah. and I, and I hate that I had that mentality and it, and it took me out of my character because I was desperate. I was trying to grow. I was trying mm-hmm. to, to, to advance, if you it, will. It, and, and you're right, right? That's, that's a tough balance for someone that's early in their career or transitioning or something like that because there is an immediate need knowing that the long game is the right way to do it, mm-hmm. yeah. right? And, and having patience and taking time, just connecting with people, making them feel like, okay, I'm thinking about you. You're important. That's the right way to do it. But it's real. It is. So – this isn't necessarily a networking tip, but make sure whatever you're doing, you believe in and you believe that there's value that you bring to somebody so that when you do reach out, you know that you are bringing a service that that person needs, right? So if you're, you know, uh, I mean, if you're selling hats and you're calling, you know, uh, a technology company, I don't know if that's really a service, (laughs) right? right, That they're going to need, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? But like, if if you sell hats and um, 
and you've got a sporting goods store that like, hey, we're short on hats. Like, okay, I know I can bring a good service to you. I mean, that's a dumb example. But believe in what you are offering. But again, if you can do something on the front end to help them first and foremost, that expedites that relationship. Okay, my gosh, like that's really that's really awesome that he did that labor study for me. Yeah. Or that's awesome that he did uh, a market analysis for me. That's awesome that he did these things that now I don't have to do. Now, you know what? Okay, let's talk about planting a new office or a new distribution yeah. center. Let's have that conversation because I know you've already done the work. But to me, going and doing something without being asked that adds value is the fastest way to get your foot in the door. When you're just starting out. Right, all the while nurturing those long-term relationships. I'm five years into the business. I'm just now five years in seeing things come back yeah. that I've been nurturing for five yeah, years. Planted those seeds. Yes, yes. five years ago. ago. Yeah, and yeah. it's really hard for someone that's coming into the business to hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's really hard. You know, one tip I would give to anyone out there that's looking to network is put yourself in that person's shoes that you're reaching out to. Yeah, mm. like if you're a person that's not willing. People ask you for favors and you're not willing to give or budge or take the time, then put yourself in that person's shoes that you're about to ask mm -hmm. a favor for. Mm -hmm. Because once you can take yourself, we always say distancing, once you can distance yourself a little bit and say, okay, how does this, how am I reacting to requests? Mm -hmm. That takes that. That's basically your gauge right there. Look, if I'm not asking, if people were asking me for favors, I'm like, kiss my ass. I ain't mm. doing that. Mm. Then don't expect that's right. anything from someone when you ask them for for such. That's right. So again, character it start it starts with that foundation, man. Get to know who you are first, and, and, I, and then I, spring out from there. That's exactly. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. And and, and also too, talking to that early young professional or someone that's trying to, to build something up, start small, right? Don't feel like in real estate, you got to go take on a hundred, hundred thousand square foot office lease right off the bat, right? Or, or you're not successful. Start, start with someone that's looking for a co-working space. Yeah. Start with someone that's got a 1500 square foot office. Start with, start with the small things because we have a client that was in less than 3000 square feet and yeah. this client in a year and a half time has hired 1500 employees national uh, internationally yeah. yeah and it's like yeah. you never know so oh, wait a minute so i got to let me i got to tell this we're going to end on this one right and i know we all this is a network all, story this is yeah, a, this, this is a real is, story so look you know for those that are listening you know one of our clients that tyler and tyler's talking about right now there was nothing there absolutely nothing there and i on one hand was like i don't think this this but take us work. take us how we got there though like how we, we got, got to the table okay we got there through a, rela a friend relationship that that i that trusted me trusted you but and you also me. trusted and, and that i also trusted as well really good friend from way back he and i had known each other we've done business together we've gotten to know each other's families and whatnot he made the the initial um he put the initial meeting together i brought tyler all, along for that initial meeting uh with this group small group i didn't know how much was going to be there 
And this speaks to who Tyler is. And this is the reason, like, we always talk about building teams and, and bettering yourself, right? I mean, this is, this is just, I'm just saying, mm. this is how, how my life has worked. I've always wanted to surround myself with good, good people. And this is, I'm going to give you some love here, Tyler, but Tyler took it we upon himself. This, right? Yeah, for the first time. <laughs> he took it upon himself to, to nurture this relationship, like, this is a relationship that just, yeah, there wasn't nothing there, but they were asking for a lot, and he kept on just pouring back into him, pouring back into him, and he continued to plant this seed over the last three years now. Yeah, almost. Yeah, almost three years, planting this seed when there was nothing there, and I'm looking at him like, dude, they ain't, they ain't doing shit. They're not gonna move forward. He continued to plant the seed, and I'm just telling you, if. I didn't see it, but if you're listening to this show, if you could just continue to work with people, even when you're not getting anything out, even when you're just serving and continuing to serve, continuing to serve, you're not seeing anything, at some point that, those flowers are going to sprout, brother. And it doesn't always happen. It may not be what you're working on right then and there that's going to sprout. Maybe you're laying these seeds that something else is going to come about. But because he continued to pour into this, and give his time and pour his resources in it. Now we're starting to see the fruit of that labor. And, and that's for anyone that's out there, specifically kids that are out there. Just, you know, take the selfishness out mm-hmm. and just pour into folks sometimes. And it may not be direct, but it may be indirectly you're going to benefit from. And it, and it takes time. It does. And, yeah. and, and, but I promise you, you put it in, it will be, it will be so much more. So much more um, fulfilling on yeah. that side, right? Yeah. When you get there, because we feel like we're a part of that family. We yeah. feel like a part of the team. So now we're rooting for their success, yeah. and they just continue, continue to grow, continue to, and they call their they call their company family members, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And they continue to grow family members, and it's just it's just so awesome to see. But the biggest thing with this networking is because on this topic is that meeting was set. By a friend of Darren that he knew a long time ago yeah. that trusted Darren. Darren trusted him because, like you said, people ask all the time yeah. of Darren. But, okay, I trust you. You trust me. Yeah. Okay, I'll take the meeting. And right? that's the thing. I, time, we didn't have time. I didn't have time on my hands to take that mm-hmm. meeting, really. It was a but Saturday morning at like 8 a.m. <laughs> when my buddy was like, hey, man. And I was like, okay. Like, I trusted him enough to say, yeah, all right, we'll make this work. Yeah. And it was, yeah. yeah. And, and But that's, that is... That is the fruit of, of having a community, having network. Yeah. And you never know where within that network. And everybody that's listening right now, you have a network. Mm-hmm. There, is a, there is a group of people that are your biggest cheerleaders. And you just need to continue to nurture those relationships, have conversations, make sure that you know what they have going on in your life. Mm-hmm. And in return, they'll ask you to share what's going on and you will both figure out ways to help each other. Yeah. But if you are just so focused on, I got to do what I got to do. I got to do me. I got to do this. Mm-hmm. You miss out on so many opportunities yeah. and you're constantly going to go have to build from scratch, new relationships, new opportunities. That's why I look at, I look at some of these people and, and nothing against it, but our industry, they just call 100 calls a day. Just yeah. cold call, cold call, cold call. I'm like, you're literally starting from scratch every single time. Where I'm working my, and my approach is I'm working my tail off to make sure that I'm serving the people that I have 
and that they trust me so that they refer me in. So now I don't have to start over. Yeah. It's a quick, oh my gosh, hey, you're from here. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. I was there. Da, 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 da. Okay, cool. What can I do to help you? Mm. It's not a, hey, my name is Tyler Klutz and uh, I do commercial <laughs> real estate. Uh, I'd love to talk to you about your office lease and uh, and we can save you 20% on your overall uh, overall spend on real estate and we can negotiate incentives yeah, and it would just be a voice. great relationship all around. <laughs> that's our cold call, by the way. <laughs> I'm writing this down. That was good. But you know what I mean? It's, I'm in. <laughs> I'll take Man, it. That's your voice. I'll take it. But it's, it, it, is, it makes life so much easier from a professional growth standpoint when you have this network that you have nurtured that just wants to continue to help you because you want to do the same for them. Right. Amen. No better way to end it there. All right. Speaking of networking and if we are providing value, if you feel we are providing value to mm. you by listening, the best thing that you can do for us, the most helpful thing you can do for us is share these episodes, mm. share the podcast, whether it's taking a screenshot and post it on your Instagram, whether it's texting it to a group chain of your buddies, sharing this is really helpful to us, and we really appreciate yeah. you guys that have done that so far. Have a great rest of the week. <laughs>